Greenway projects have been spreading across the country over the last few years and they recently got a financial boost when Transport Minister Shane Ross proposed funding for four new projects in Kildare, Meath, Longford and Westmeath to the tune of €3.5 million. But Greenway's dedicated walking and cycling paths through the countryside, separated from the road traffic and often built on disused rail lines are not without controversy, with opposition to some routes coming from farmers, residents and campaign looking to restore railway services in rural areas. John Mulligan is a campaigner for joined up thinking on Greenways and he joins me now. John, my familiarity with Greenways is entirely based on the one down at Westport that goes out to Ackle. I've gone down there with my children and it is so brilliant. It's nearly the almost the only time they cycle any kind of distance because they can be off the road and they can be safe. They're a huge attraction. But you want to think bigger Tell us about your vision. Well, for a start, Sarah, isn't it an awful thing that we see this as something unusual or, or different, that our kids can cycle in safety? I mean, your children in Enfield or anywhere else should be able to do the same. But the bigger picture, the Greenway and Mayo is a great project. It's sustaining or created 80 to 100 jobs. It has paid for itself already. The one that's opening in Waterford next week will do the same already. The businesses are clamouring to be on it. The one in uh, between Athlone and Mullingar is already making a difference there. Meath County Council has recently put €300,000 into the Navin Kingscourt Greenway. And all of these are very good projects. But they lack something. And the something is that they don't attract the big market, which is the people who take cycling holidays in Europe, and or long-distance walking for that matter. But the Falls Ireland reckon that 11.5 million Germans and up to 20 million Europeans take a cycling holiday every year. And none of them come here. Why not? You can't spend a week cycling up and down the Little Mayo Greenway. You'd get pretty tired of it after day two. But if you had... For instance, a Dublin-Galway Greenway, and then if you utilise the old railway lines to bring that up through Mayo and Sligo and around into Northern Ireland through Enniskillen, back down the Navin Kingscourt onto the Boyne and back to Dublin, you'd have a 600-kilometre loop that would keep people happy for a week. So how would you build that? You see, most of it's already in public ownership. The last government, under Alan Kelly, to give him his due, kicked this off and they put in place a proposal to put a Dublin-Galway route. And Pascal who took that up and ran with it. And they built the athlone Mullingar section. They're working on the Royal Canal section to Mullingar. Unfortunately, it has blocked in South Roscommon and Galway because of farmer objections. What are they objecting to? To be fair to the farmers, the way that that was handled probably wasn't the best. Some of it going through the middle of people's fields and breaking up farms and all the rest. But I think as a general principle that farmers should be looking for this kind of infrastructure in their areas because their children need jobs, they need safe commuting routes to school. Farmers need alternative enterprises, you know, when dairy and collapses and the supermarkets start giving away vegetables for free for all the time. In other countries, in on the Hadrian's Wall path in, in Cumberland and Northumbria, this has put money in every farmer's pocket who could be bothered to do anything with it. So the same would happen, I think, in Galway and Roscommon. I believe that that will be solved because I think they're looking at it again to see what public lands are involved, like alongside the CIE railway through Quilshire lands and through Bordnemona lands. And that will take a lot of the, the route into publicly owned lands and it will get built, I have no doubt. So that's private lands. Can we just park that for a minute? The other routes that you can choose are along the canals, which have towpaths and by and large should be possible to use. I know there's the odd little hitch in places, but generally speaking, the canals are pretty straightforward, yeah, are wa- they? Waterways Ireland is fully behind this and are 
actively involved in developing those. The railways then, the old disused railways, that's the other factor. And I believe up around Sligo in particular, there's um, an argument up there. Tell us what's happening up there. The northern section of what is known roughly as the Western Rail Corridor, which is a series of rail lines running from Athlone up to Clare Morris and on through Kilshimaw, Swinford, Charlestown up to Colooney to join the Dublin Sligo line there. It's been closed for a long number of years, particularly the northern section has been closed for 40 years. It looks like it isn't opening anytime soon. To be realistic about it, as distinct from what we'd love to see, the first section didn't perform anywhere near expectations. There is no money really to invest in it because the returns are not there. And a report that was prepared by the Department of Finance for Michael Noonan when he came into office in 2011 found that the, the existing Western Rail Corridor had a a value to the economy of minus €147 million, euros, that it was a net burden on the economy. They were recommending that it wasn't, that that mistake wasn't furthered. And in fact, the ministers in the last government, Leo Varadkar, Alan Kelly, Pascal Dunne, all said, and even the Taoiseach said, that they weren't going to build the rest of it in the near future. Right. So given all that, Irish Rail have a problem with it in that they have to maintain it and stop it being squatted on and being stolen piece by piece. And they have no budget to do that. But they agree that the best way to defend it, if you like, is to put a greenway on it. And then in 20 or 30 years' time, if they decide to build a railway on it, they can say, move over, we're, we're building a railway. Are the actual rails still there or have they disappeared and it's just the route is there? The, the actual rails are still there in the most part, apart from a section that was stolen around Kilshimah. Those rails and sleepers, Irish Rail said, they only have scrap value. They're of no value to a future rail right. project. If they have the route reasonably intact then what is the blockage to getting it developed into a greenway? It's a kind of a bizarre thing and a kind of a homage to the rusty rails, basically. that There are a few sort of hardline rail campaigners who don't want to see a rail lifted because they think that, that it gives a signal that the railway is never coming back. It kind of makes no sense because if the railway is ever built, all that junk has to come up anyway. And Irish Rail have said this. I've been at a meeting myself with Irish Rail last September where they clearly spelled out and followed up in writing by saying that they have no interest in what's there except the strip of land. Okay, so even if they were going to reopen the railway, they couldn't use what's on the no, ground. They right. All, all has to come okay, up. and yet, having said that, to be fair to the campaigners, you can imagine that once it's taken up, that is symbolic, and you would convert it to a greenway, and that's it, it's game over. You see, it isn't. That's the spin that some of them are putting on it. But there was a section of it stolen around Kilshimah and they didn't say anything about that. The bridge in Ballyglunan in Galway was taken down for, to make an access road for the motorway and it's not been put back. And yet they have no problem with that. But they do have a problem with the greenway. They're in love with the idea of rail. The road network out in that part of the country is really bad, especially if you're coming down, say, from Sligo towards Galway. So I can understand the affection for rail. But as you say, the Department of Finance has done this test that says, look, it's just not worth anything. Irish Rail aren't interested in developing it. So how are these campaigners managing to stop progress? Like who's allowing them their objections to halt the project? It's down to a very small group and they're nearly all county councillors. The pro-rail lobby started up initially 10 or 12 years ago. We all got behind it because we thought, a railway would be great. And then we started looking at the, the, the realities of it and we realised that it wasn't going to happen. But a lot of councillors got involved and they're all on inter-county railway committees and nobody wants to let go of it. Now, quite a few have. In Sligo, to be fair, all but three councillors are now in favour of a greenway and all the TDs are in favour of a greenway and that looks like it's going to happen there on that section. But as you move further down, in Mayo, they got 300 submissions to the county development plan last year. 
looking for a green around the railway and inexplicably for some bizarre reason they were binned. Is it up to the county councils to decide rather than a government department to decide that this is going to happen? Is that it? That's it. And you put your finger on the nub of the problem, Sarah. The, the Seedry report in 2014 identified these assets as, as having a value for leisure tourism. And there's no doubt that they would revolutionise tourism in, in the towns along the route. But because it's down to county councils, like even a couple of county councillors can block it. You right. know, the, the way it works in a council chamber. But if this was taken out of the hands of the councillors and if the Minister for Transport said, drew a line on the map and said, this is what we're going to do, then it could get done in two, a year or two. Oh, so he could just seize that power? Yeah, of course he could. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, we would never have built the motorway network if we had allowed the county councils to do it. Right. Because you'd have a bit here and a bit there. There would have been no overall plan. And what's needed is an overall plan. Right. The, the framework for that was spelled out in the Cedra report in 2014, an excellent report on the Commission for Economic Development of Rural, Rural Areas. It spelled out this particular infrastructure that should be used. OK, so Shane Ross is the new Minister for Transport and he has no affiliations with county councillors down the country or I imagine cares much about uh, their views on things. Have you got any inkling from him as to whether or not he's behind this project or not yet? We haven't met with Shane Ross yet. He's a busy man. He's, he's reading himself into a new job. Uh, we've asked for a meeting, obviously. He did make several statements about that he favours Greenways, that he's putting money into it. He does recognise the value of tourism too towns that need a little, that little extra to keep services alive. The easiest thing to do in Irish politics is to write another report. Kick it down the road to the next election if you can. And that's what happened with, for instance, the appointment of one junior minister in Galway. He supported the government on the basis that a report would be written in six months initially on the Western Rail Card. And now there are a stack of reports. And who was that? That was Sean Kenny. Right. Minister for the OPW and for Shannon Flooding or for Flooding. What another report will do is it will delay the process again. That's all that that will do. I mean, Sean Kenny is a a bright, intelligent man. He knows well the report's going to come up with the same as the last report and the one before and the one before that. Nobody has changed the goalpost. What it will do is it stops the Greenway for another year or so. So it's a shame then. So uh, county councillors, and you say primarily at the moment in Mayo, are managing to hold up this project, which would be welcomed by so many people. And are they principally, do you think, identifying with the pro-rail campaigners or are they identifying with farmers who maybe for whatever reason, sentimental or out of fear, don't want these cyclists going through their land? There's a mixture of everything. There are some farmers who don't want cyclists passing near their land. There is a number of councillors who, I suppose, are against it because they're against it. <laughs> right. You know, but primarily, I would say the most popular position for f- politicians, local and national, and down around Mayo and Galway on this is to sit on the fence, to hope that nothing gets done either way. That's such a shame. But that's pretty normal. That really sums up what's wrong with the West of Ireland and why we have problems that we have. Kilchamont last year was described as a dying town in the media. You remember mm-hmm. that? For yeah. That's on this route. Hoteliers around there have said that they want to see it. Businesses all along there have said they want to see it. As I said, there were 300 submissions to the Mayo County Plan. The Tum Greenway Group got 3,000 signatures in two hours. Have there been any problems with cyclists, say, on that Westport route or the other routes with land? Is there littering, trespass, vandalism, I don't know, leaving gates open that animals get out? Has there been any trouble? There may have been on the Great Western Greenway, but that, that is a separate issue because that, that is not in public ownership. That's permissive access on private lands. What we're talking about is using state-owned lands, yeah. state-owned property, which 
wouldn't create any issues. Right. And, and to be honest, rural criminals don't come on bicycles. No, they don't indeed. So it's Shane Ross, Minister for Transport. We need him up on his bike then to further this project and get it sorted. We need him to get a big marker and draw a line on the map. OK, Minister, if you're listening, please do that for us. We'd really, really like it. John Mulligan, thanks a million for joining me today. Thanks for having me, sir.